0: Well twelve seconds left. You've three days now to, to watch Sam Bradford, you go back and see a tape of how he was doing. what uh, where do you think he is in terms of sharpness, in terms of the speed of things? You know, I think he's just getting back into the speed of things. You know, he, the one thing he hadn't done. Um he did a little seven on seven, but there's no pass rush in the um in the offseason program. So during OTAs and in minicamp he did a little bit of seven on seven, but obviously you have time as a quarterback and seven on to kind of set your feet and work yourself through progressions in terms of where you're going with the football. So um, it was just good to see him back out in 11 on with a rush around him, having to adjust and move up in the pocket, actually took off and ran. I think it, yesterday in the, or two days ago in the link, you know on a one where everybody was covered, made a good decision there. So it's it's just a process of him getting a lot more, f- just getting more familiar with the speed and tempo of things. How is he from a, a lower body mechanic standpoint, trusting in- He's been fine in terms of the way he's delivering the football and stepping and throwing, he's been fine from that standpoint. Did you want him to stick around like he did those six weeks? They had a plan for him from a rehabilitation standpoint, which um, he was all on board with. So it was everything, you know, he, he's the one that obviously because of the CBA that he determines what he's going to do for those six weeks. But um, I think he felt really comfortable with our training staff and um, how the rehabilitation had gone since he got here in April. So I, he just continued that. That play when he tucked it away, how is he in those situations? It was the first time we saw it. So I, on film? When when he, he he's a pretty athletic good. guy. I mean, I think he, I don't think people forget about that in terms of Sam was very athletic coming out of college. He was a real good AAU basketball player coming out of Oklahoma. Actually played on the same team with Blake Griffin. Um, he's a scratch golfer. He's a hell of an athlete. So, um, you know, I, I don't think that's a question in terms of him be, from an athletic standpoint. It's just a matter of him just getting back up to speed and getting used to how every how we're doing everything. Where is he mentally chip in terms of this confidence in the left? I think he's really sharp with it. You know, I think he feels confident, especially because of the work he put in over the last six weeks from when we broke on June eighteenth to now. He felt great in terms of what he did over the summer and I, I don't see him we don't see him when when you're watching film or doing anything that he's favoring that leg at all. What do you look for when you watch him out here and on film, uh, specifically with him? What are you looking for? just how comfortable he is in terms of what we're doing offensively and how he fits into it. And um, I think each day he's progressed and gotten better. So uh, it's right on track for where we thought he would be after three days. So what kind of asset can, uh, Tim Tebow be on the roster? Is he someone that you can use in a creative creative ways the game days? Yeah, Tim obviously has a lot of skills that other quarterbacks don't have because of his ability to run the football. So, um, but we haven't delved into any of that. Right now we're just competing, getting reps. You know, guys are with the ones, guys are with the twos, guys are with the threes. I've saw Salmon with the threes. I've seen Markin with the threes. I've seen Tim with the twos and the ones. So we're just rolling, guys. But we haven't spent any time as an offensive staff, you know, looking at, hey, how do we do this? Or what can we do in terms of working out how the final roster is going to express itself? It while, while we're on quarterbacks, what we'll have you seen from back and to the Matt so far? Matt Barkley? Yeah. I thought he had a really good, uh, really, really good um, April to June for us you know, I thought we, there was a big improvement in terms of where he was um, it was interesting when we got into um, beginning of the offseason program he was the quarterback with the most experience in our offense you know was here longer than mark obviously longer than both Tim and and Sam so um, I think he's progressed uh, at times it's 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 difficult for all those guys because they're not really getting into a rhythm because we're just getting reps right now. But I think Matt's really made a lot of really good strides and we're excited to see what he is. And the big performance for Matt and all those other guys when we finally get a chance to go against the Colts in that first preseason game, and then the Ravens and then the Packers and then the Jets because um, for any quarterback, you're still wearing a red jersey and they're still, even when the rush comes clean, they're gonna pull up and kind of get away from you. But it's, it's not gonna be like that when we get into those preseason games. So that'll be the that'll be the test for all those guys. He's a tough, hard, physical runner, you know, and and that's what we've really when this when we had it rolling at Oregon, we had guys like Jonathan Stewart who's playing for Carolina, like Garrett Blunt, you know, we're looking for downhill guys that can that can really penetrate a defense, and um, you know, and, and Ryan fit that mold. And the and the difference I think between Ryan and a lot of backs, and the reason he was a first round draft pick is that a lot of guys that are that size don't have that home run speed. You know, he ran 4:37 at the combine. You know, you saw him just you guys had a first opportunity I think to see him. Um, two days ago returning kickoffs. You know, I think that's a big explosive body at 230 pounds that can run that fast. There's, it's kind of a unique combination to have. There aren't many guys that are that big that are that fast. So, you know, when we had the opportunity to, to, to get him, he was always in our plans when, in, in free agency running back. He was one of the guys we had targeted very early. Jimmy, the other day um, Bill Davis was saying, you guys get like two to three times more reps in practice than other teams how do you think that helps like young guys like you know eric Rowe, jacore um, nelson aguilar Depp, the other i think that's other. what does help and i think one of the misconceptions is our ones get the same amount of reps as every other team's ones across the league it's just the way we format our training sessions our twos and threes get to get more reps than everybody else you know and in a lot of places the ones get you know 12 reps the twos get six reps and the threes may get two for us it's even across the board, you know, so we're just rotating in sets of four. So right now in a team period the ones will get twelve reps, the twos will get twelve reps and the threes will get twelve reps. So we've always felt that it's accelerated the younger guys in terms of not only their they get experience, you know, they're they're sitting in the classroom, they're learning, they're going through everything from a drill standpoint, but a lot of those guys just don't get a chance to show it to you in the training session because you only get one or two reps. All of those guys are getting a ton of reps and it pays off in the end, especially for when you're trying to develop young players for like let's say a guy height like you know end up like taking and it, and a i mean how does that help? I mean, it like, helps because you know our educational philosophy is i hear and i forget i see and i remember i do and i understand so you you can talk about it and show it to them on tape as much as you know that that's that's all good and great but they got to do it and and then our our decisions in terms of our evaluations of them as players has to be based on demonstrated evidence. It just can't be like I think he's a good player. You know, he's only been in there for a couple snaps, but I think he's going to be able to do it. You know, we're trying to put him in as many situations as we can where it can reveal itself. So. Same exact thing. I don't do anything. I, I didn't take over player personnel. The only difference is I have final say in terms of are we going to take you, John, or are we going to take Zach? I mean, I'm like the final decision on that, but. My day to day hasn't changed. Ed runs the personnel department. Uh, he's done a fantastic job with that, but I don't, I don't. My day hasn't changed, nor will it change. What have you seen from Nelson since the first day at camp? I I know it's just three practices. Three practices? Yeah. You no, know, I think he's um, getting better every day. I think he he's he can catch the ball away from his body. It always seems like. Even though he's six foot, maybe six foot and a half inch, he plays bigger and taller and longer. Made a great catch on the sideline because he can extend. He can put his body in a lot of different situations. Um, he's got an extra gear that a lot of guys don't have. I think when he beats press coverage and takes off, um, you know, you, you got to make sure you're, you understand how fast he is. And I think sometimes we've underthrown him a couple times just because we know how well he can accelerate. Uh, does a great job of catching the ball and getting north and south and getting upfield and, and he's also impressed us as a returner in the first three days Just as a punt returner and kick returner. So i uh, been really pleased with him in the last three days wait, 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 What you wait, wait. out of Hicks when you go back and watch the tape of these practices? How do you see him fitting into the rotation? Same thing when we drafted him. A very, very athletic linebacker that has the potential to be a three-down linebacker in the Michael Kendricks um, Kiko Alonso mold, you know, he can he can cover. He's got a lot of skills from that standpoint. He's really stood out in the last couple of days on special teams. So um, a real athletic three down linebacker is what we've seen the last couple of days. You you know, I don't know. He was a guy we had targeted high. Um, We didn't have a seventh round pick, so we were kind of, we did have a seventh round pick, but we took a defensive lineman at that situation. But he was a guy we were very, very high on, spent a lot of time with in the offseason. It seems to happen every year. Malcolm Butler was a guy last year for the Patriots that no one drafted and ended up you know, making the key play in the Super Bowl, but I, it, it happens all the time. Why? I don't know. Maybe he was at a little bit smaller school, um, but you know, he was a guy we were very excited about when we got what is the, the evaluation process. He just keeps showing up. You know, you look at the play. Timmy, Timmy kept it and ran and, and has a big gain of about ten yards. And then Denzel comes up and has a cause fumble, picked up, scooped up, and fumble recovery at the same time. He, he seems to be. He seems to have a unique knack to always being around the ball. So. No, it's not a parallel. I mean, we wanted to keep Jeremy. We just we just got outbid, you know, from a pricing standpoint. But we always wanted to keep Jeremy, and that wasn't a plan of ours that, you know, we're just going to let Jeremy walk and then we'll replace him with this. It was just – and, again, the draft, you can't predict how the draft is going to go and where you're going go to go to say, hey, when free agency starts, because it's so much before the draft, to say, hey, it's okay, we'll let him walk because we know we're going to get Nelson. You know, you have no idea where they're going to go or, or when they're going to go. But, um, obviously, I think he bolstered – our Receiver corps, you know, when we've added to, to Huff and Coop and um, adding Miles in in, uh, in the offseason, adding two in the offseason, and then already having Jordan here. But we felt like he was just too good a player at, at that position for us to pass up. Now that he's here, is he, is there a parallel between what Jeremy did and what he can do? Now, and I think everybody's reaching with the whole parallels between guys. I mean, he's still a rookie and he's going to play inside, going to play outside, going to return kicks. We're just going to find, you know, where he fits best, but we're not. We didn't target Nelson when we drafted him to say he's our replacement for Jeremy. In the slot, like it What's that? Like just up? another versatile player, and as we, you know, we said in the offseason, it's it's year two for him, so I think he feels real comfortable in terms of what our running backs are doing. So we're just kind of cross-training him like we do some other guys in terms of how do we get our best players on the field and put them in different situations. So. Over the last few years, Jim. all four of your rookie corners have had more than 20 pass breakups over the last two years. Obviously want players that can get their hands on the ball but do you guys have uh, you know an added focus on bringing those kind of guys in yeah I mean that's a it's a great stat and obviously you, you want to deep well and it's also a misleading stat because there are some of the best defensive backs that don't have pass breakups because no one throws the ball at them. you know so you'll say well statistically he's not a very good corner he's a really good corner because when the offense looks up it they go well I'm not even going to throw it over there so he doesn't get a pass breakup. he doesn't get an interception. he doesn't do anything he can have a in a quote unquote statistical very quiet year. But coaching wise, everybody knows what a great talented corner he is. But obviously that's what you're looking for. And I think in the last three days, we feel as a staff, we're a lot closer in coverage than we've been. I think our guys are closer in routes. I think it's more challenging for our receivers, more challenging for our quarterbacks in terms of seven-on-seven, one-on-ones and things like that because we've we've added depth. And I think we got some players right now, but we'll continue to work on that. Thanks, guys.